What would you do with a brain if you had one? They call me Big Al, and I hit dingers. I thought they were going to replace this thing. No, they haven't yet. This is the <laughs> Miked Up Misfits here on AM 1170 FM 106.3 KFOW. The fan, Oatana John Partridge. That's me, John Weisbrod. That's you. That's me. And we've got Roy here with Roy. us. Roy! No, yeah, not, no, not, not what you think. Yeah. Not HOF. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, but we have the Subarctic, the entire company, and I mean all of this, ace salesman, rookie of the <laughs> year, and I say this because I know you hate it, and you're squirming and you're turning red. He is woo! Yeah, a big woo for Emmanuel Mueller, an NFL expert, resident expert. Right. Yeah. Uh, Emmanuel, I know how you're doing because I saw you this weekend, but congratulations over, what do we have, you know, 20,000, 50,000 watts here, radio, uh, whatever, how many watts we a have, of, a lot of all watts. All the watts. We're shoving in watts. We're slaving over a hot microphone. Rookie of the year, salesman of the year, rookie of the year. Emmanuel Mueller, welcome to the show. You guys you. are doing yes. good. So, uh, honestly, when... It was announced. They're talking, you know, David Legault was dead, you know, David yep. Legault things, right? Yeah. Talking like he does so well. He <laughs> <laughs> might be listening, but no. Um, he said, you know, up on the board, we're doing our awards. And the first one was Rookie of the Year. And I knew this was for salesmen. I immediately turned to Shannon. I go, that could be Emmanuel. I bet that could be Emmanuel. Kept the fingers crossed, waited, waited. Emmanuel Mueller, I was up and I was so freaking happy for you, <laughs> I man. So, that's where we got that clip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's the newest clip of me that day. But this wasn't about me. It was about you winning, and that's super cool. But outside of winning Rookie of the Year for sales, you watch a little football yeah, this just weekend, a my friend. Just a little bit. Your thoughts on these games before we get into our picks, because we've got you for a good 15 minutes here. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, no, I'm looking forward to making those picks. Yeah. But no, as, as far as analyzing the last weekend of games, um, the Niners... Made it way too close. Yep. Um, that do you think, never... Do you think Debo going out had something to do with that? Well, just a little bit. Yeah. I, but even then, it's like you think about all of the weapons they have, and not just on offense, because obviously they can be explosive on offense. You've got Christian McCaffrey. You've got Kittle. You've got yep. Ayuk, you know, who was yeah. absolutely brilliant in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but on defense... You know, you've got Bosa coming off the edge. You've oh got gosh. all of those stud D Who's linemen. Who's the middle that... linebacker? Fifty-four. They kept talking about. I Wagner? can't remember. Bobby Wagner, isn't it? <laughs> uh, no, no. Is it Fred Warner? That's yeah, it. There Fred we Warner. go. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, again, it's like he was making plays all over. Their, the their corners were doing a good job for the most part. Yep. You know, again, they gave up way too many explosives. And honestly, but... Emmanuel, I, I want to hear your thoughts on everything else. But they they flubbed up that last four minutes of the first half and the first four of the second half because yeah. they deferred or I they. They were going to get the ball to start the second half. Did yes. not score on either one of those key, key possessions. Somehow found a way, and I think a lot of it had to do was they stopped going from the shotgun during key parts and put my man under center. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah, no. I mean, that, that's really all I wanted to say about that game, other than um, thank you, Jordan Love, for pulling your best Brett Favre 2009 yes, was impersonation. Well that was done. the most Green Bay way to end a game possible. There was at one point where I was watching the game and said, oh, my goodness, Green Bay 
Detroit, or San Francisco, one of those teams will be in the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. No longer Green Bay because they found a way to flub it up. And yep. Jordan Love Emmanuel. Look at it's this. It's not real. Okay. Um, was brilliant. He before was. He wasn't. Right. And that is what happens. What do you have? Two INTs that game? Yes. But my goodness, 22 touchdowns against one INT in that last eight weeks, nine weeks, or whatever. Yep. It scares me, Emmanuel. He's it's so a, good. You know, He's so good. So the NFC North is going to be <laughs> not, yeah. not fun yeah. uh, for, it looks like, years to come. I mean, we'll are see. we back to the black and blue division? We might be. <laughs> yeah. It's it, going to it be close. It all depends on what Chicago does with uh, Justin Fields. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, okay. So, sidebar, since you've brought up Chicago and sidebar what they're doing. Sidebar Emmanuel. Are they taking Caleb Williams? I don't know. I don't know. Like... I just Your I don't be, I don't believe the hype or the steam. Yeah. I don't the hot, I don't think the there's any there there. That they're gonna. I yeah, and that's what I keep seeing, reading, hearing. But my goodness, if I was Ryan Poles, hard pass. Yeah, can they, I'm sorry. Can they possibly get Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. in the same draft and and oh, just have don't even combo? dude. Don't. <laughs> well, of course they could. Because yeah. they've got what they've one got the and first and the ninth. Ninth. Okay. So I mean, th- think about the Texans from last year. They had one. They traded up to get two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they it's possible. Okay. They did okay. It's this possible. Year. That's right. Uh, speaking of the Texans, Stroud um, over in over. Oh. They had that. You know, he had a, some of the throws he was making in the first half. He, he just was so barely thrown off his back foot and yeah. throwing it up, hoping it was being caught. So and, and they didn't score an offensive touchdown. Right. And let's that, be yeah. honest. The fact that they were tied with Baltimore going yep. into the half, yep. that was amazing. It was. And that was a testament to their defense. Yes. And um, this, is a, this is a Lamar Jackson, break, not really a breakout, but... Re-breakout? Yeah. Because Lamar Jackson took over that game. Yep. And he, he even said in the post game at the half, he was the one who had choice words for his offense saying, I need to step up. We need to step up as yep. a team and get this going. So right. Lamar Jackson, break out as a leader, let's say. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I, can, I can mostly accept that. Mostly. You, you know, it's like I, I, look back at says, the, but... I look back at the 2019 <laughs> sure. campaign when they were once again the one seed in the AFC, and that was the year that he won MVP. Right. And – you know, whatever happened with them versus Tennessee in that playoff game, it still doesn't make sense to me. Yep. But, you know, that was, what, four or five years ago now? And so I, I was super impressed with Baltimore. I don't yeah. know if, if the Texans... No one um, is beating Baltimore in these playoffs. There you go. There, there is go. my... Hey! My, uh, <clears throat> what do we call that, a tease? And we call that a segue. We John, call that a segue. I want to do these picks as much as Emmanuel does. We don't have to go through the standings of how we We kind of do. Ah. But we have to. Yeah, Go so, ahead. So four games last week. Yep. Uh, Ron Kahn. Yeah, almost swept the field. And remember, oh, we're going three, against the spread. Yeah, three out of four. <laughs> yeah. uh, he had Baltimore to cover, Green Bay to cover, Detroit to cover, then picked with his heart and not his head and <laughs> lost picking the uh, the Bills to cover. So he yep. got three out of the four. I got Two out of the four. Yeah, 50%. 50%. I picked Baltimore to cover and KC to win. Uh-huh. Let's go. Let's go is right. Uh, let's see here. There's a lot of X's on no. yours, John. Well, and and Kevin one, Rainey and Dan Weisbrot and three. Jason Yacobino. The only one you got right was KC winning. <laughs> yeah, and that was uh, the last game of the day. <laughs> yeah. 
I was already uh, planning Daniel, what snacks. Daniel Weisbrod yep. uh, picked Baltimore to cover. Got <laughs> Thought that he was one. winning the whole day. <laughs> yep. Uh, Jason, uh, the only one he got yeah. right was KC. Okay. And uh, Rainey, the only one he got right was Baltimore. Yeah, and KR is probably going to come on one of these days, maybe Friday. Yeah. So he's going to have to defend himself. But Kevin Rainey, <laughs> welcome to the bottom tier. Now, Emmanuel's jumping his way in. Why we didn't have him on last week is I don't know. I don't Who know. knows? Who knows? We're scared. Yeah, we're so scared. <laughs> Emmanuel's scary. Yeah. Now oh, I'm right. so intimidating. So now, now he's fighting from the bottom. You're, he does. you're That's coming in with one correct yeah. pick House money. is what we figured. And the fact is, just don't finish last. That's the whole point. Because if you finish last, we will humiliate you, and you have to buy snacks. Yeah. And it's going to have to be the winner's decision of what snacks. Did I think you see that's... The, did you see the list of snacks that I sent yeah, you? Yeah, I did. World's most, most expensive, expensive snacks. Because I sent out, hey, guys, what kind of snacks do you want? Because I was 0-3 at one point. All right. And at that point, in the text thread, Dan's like, woohoo, 3-0. I'm not sure Dan... Fully understood the spread stuff, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> he does understand it and doesn't do horribly when we go to Iowa, but, you know, yeah. I think he got a little mixed up. He was moving into his new home. We'll give him a pass on that one. But, but, do you want to start, Mr. Partridge? Because, oh, by the way, Emmanuel, here's what we did. We don't want any pushes, right? And at one point, the spread of the KC game was three. Correct. We went to a neutral um, party. Well, and said Matthew, Matthew Hughes. Hughes, should we have it three and a half or two and a half? He went with two and a half. Two and a half. So that's so going to be our it down. Okay. It's locked in today. So Ron Connery comes on later. Whether the spread moves or yep. not yep. during the week, our spread is set. It's okay. Set. So let's hear the spreads first, and then let's start with Emmanuel in the picks. Uh, so the spread for let's see here, which game is first? Is it the uh, San Francisco Detroit? It, it, no, no, it's, it's the AFC title. Yep. So, so we'll start. We'll go in that order. Yep. Which game is first? It is Kansas City on the road for Patrick Mahomes' third ever. <laughs> no, second, second ever. Second ever. Second. second ever road playoff game and third ever road well playoff deficit. Because he is not favored in this one no. again. Correct. Hmm. Kansas City at Baltimore. Baltimore giving up two and a half. Yeah. Really? That's where it's set? It two is and a half. set at two. Oh, my goodness. I, got, whoa, 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 whoa. He comes whoa, in like we, he we owns the, the place or something. Brock Purdy. Brock. Yes. I saw him play four years of college for Iowa State grads. Yeah. And he really brought Iowa State out of the nowhere to yep. being good. And he, he was one of the leading passers in the country. He was. Yeah. But they, the poor guy just gets trashed by all these uh, media guys. But he's a really, really, really nice hey, guy. This is a Mr. Irrelevant and, is yeah. making himself quite relevant. And look yeah. at him going against all these number one picks in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Look at him now. Yeah. yeah, if he would have had those numbers... At an Alabama, Michigan, Ohio yes. State. He oh, he would have been number one. He certainly yeah. went to Ben Mister Irrelevant. That's for yeah. sure. And yeah. his yeah. twenties so too. Lynn. And Just, David Montgomery was in his backfield. He was. That's right. There. So anyway, I'm, it's, I'm it's, jumping in on the conversation. Well, no, yeah, yeah, perfect in timing. Right time. <laughs> yeah, there are some fun teams in that playoff. Though. Oh, it's going to be oh, so much fun. fun. So I think yeah. I know so who you're pulling for in the San Francisco Detroit game. Detroit, right? No. <laughs> but I would like to see – well, I don't care in the fight. Kansas City, though, would be a fun one. To, it would be. It would okay. be Brock Purdy against Mahomes. There we oh. go. I Just like it. Brock Purdy against anybody, I think the yeah, owner would be I okay. I think so. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I'll let you guys do All right. work. Thanks, Lynn. <laughs> Thanks, Lynn. That's okay. Look at uh, walking Lee, in here like he owns with the, the place. Yeah. Golly. Uh, so, <laughs> so we've dumb. got Kansas City at Baltimore. Baltimore giving up two and a half. Emmanuel, what yeah. do you got? I got to go with the Ravens. 
You're, and I'm going with the Ravens because pre-playoffs, they were my team to win it all. And I'm going to stick with that. So the Ravens win this game and then go on to beat whoever the NFC champion is. Wow. <sighs> wow. Yeah. So I'm sticking with my gut. No. You're on the radio. You can change your opinion. Oh, I'm aware. Daily, <laughs> if, not, if not moment to moment. Yeah. No, I, right, I feel, I feel no, comfortable picking in. the Ravens. Okay. Um, hmm. I. Jonathan. Yeah, that's me. Um, we're going to get to these in a minute after the second, you know, who, who brings me here, by the way, because uh, there's stories about that. But I've given this much, much thought here. Um, I think it is, I've got Kansas City to cover the spread. So there's my answer. So everyone understands what's going on there, right? Why don't you explain to them when I say Kansas City covering the spread? So Kansas City, they can still lose. Bingo. And, and, cover. and get the cover. Yes. So if they lose by less than two and a half. Mm-hmm. Correct. So really, they, two it has points to be or less. Uh, two yep. points or less. Yes. Uh, they John will still get that pick correct. Correct. So close circuit to Dan. That's what spreads mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Thank you. I also will pick Kansas City. Not only do I think they will cover, You're I'm going to take them to win. I oh, think right? the, the fight and Taylor Swifts are going to the Super Bowl. All right. There oh, you go. Boy. So we've got a win outright, cover in the spread, and then Baltimore. Yes. Okay. And it really it doesn't matter mm-hmm. as far as our records go if they win outright or if they just okay. cover. All right. Fair. So we're just yeah. we're just taking Fair what enough. team do we think? Fair enough. It's, yep. You you got it right or you didn't. Yes. Boom. Fair. Um yes. let's see here. In the what is the second game? Oh yeah, I know. It it's the only other, it, it's the only <laughs> other game. The Motor City Kitties, oh, the Detroit yeah. Lions. Heading to San Francisco to take on the Niners. Mm. Uh, the Niners giving up six and a half. Mm. Oh, wow. That's a tough one, I man. You can go first because you're the Ooh. guest of honor. Okay, so since we're just talking spread here. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Six and a half. I know. Mm. I think Detroit can cover that. You think Detroit can cover? <sighs> Jonathan? Yeah, the, the the 49ers game was one of the games I watched. Didn't miss a snap. So I might be overanalyzing because I've seen too much of Probably the victim of the moment. Yes, a prisoner of the moment. Detroit's no longer at home. And they did, they fed off that energy. Yeah, they did. Um, that, that Ford field was rocket. Electric. I, I think it's going to be a close game. So I'm going to go Detroit to cover. Detroit uh, to cover. Yeah, exactly. But San Francisco is going to win. Uh, I I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've yeah. I've also got a feeling that Detroit is going to cover. It's all going to hinge. Now I forget the guys. It's going to hinge on Debo because Debo got knocked out in yeah. that Debo in Samuel. That, yep. yep, in that game Early. against. Yeah, and a, you wouldn't think that Debo is the linchpin for that San Francisco offense. Oh, he totally is. But totally. he totally is. He does so much yeah. for the offense. He can he can run out of the slot. He can run out wide. He can Love come into D-ball. the backfield. He is a jack-of-all-trades in a team that has a handful of jack-of-all-trades yeah. with so, Christian McCaffrey in the backfield as well that can do it all. But Debo is... A different kind of spark plug yep. for he, that offense. So he is the Swiss Army knife. Yes. I mean, he can literally play just about every position on offense. 
you know, and, and not to make this a total Homer moment here, but, well, Homer. Homer it uh, is. Homer away, <laughs> Emmanuel. There's no rules. The only reason that the Vikings beat the Niners, in my opinion, is because Debo, Debo was out was that out. game. Yeah. yeah. And he missed, he, his shoe fell off, you know, early in the game. Uh, when him and Ayuk are on the field at the same time, it's so oh, dangerous. My goodness, two thirteen hundred yard. You guys. can't cover them both. No, you can't, you can't. cover them both. And then and, there's McCaffrey out of the backfield, so yeah. you think, okay, we got to cover the edges. And, we got to we got to make sure that the the uh, the sidelines are yeah. covered, yep. so we don't let McCaffrey slip out. Yep. Oh, hey, and, there's there's George Kittle yeah, in the right flat. Exactly, the who had the first touchdown in that game and uh, it won me a plenty of fantasy football games this year in the big league but man oh man you're right that whole Debo thing and having him right there on the sideline he was looking okay what did we decide it was an ankle I thing with so. him because yeah. he looked it wasn't a head deal he was no. on the sideline he was undressed you know, undressed <laughs> whoa <laughs> well that got a little bit well, uh, speaking of undressed, quickly uh, Jason Kelsey <laughs> yes oh <yeah>. boy <laughs> my goodness I, I love yes. that human yes Jason He's Kelsey awesome. is, is living his best life Yep. Now, has he officially retired, or is this, yeah. it is official? No, it's, it's official. Yep. He is living his best life through his brother. Yeah. If you yeah. saw him at that Kansas City game, shirtless, yeah. with a in, beverage in, Buffalo, in hand, with a beverage in hand, <laughs> jumping out of the suite into the wow. masses of Buffalo. He was at the uh, the pregame party yeah. with some of the Buffalo fans, and, and it, the Buffalo Mafia, even though he was cheering for their yeah. opponent, Open, welcome him with open oh, yeah. arms. I'm not like, going to argue with, let's go. with Jason Kelsey. No. Uh, no. And one last thing before I'm in heads out of here, because I know that we've got a break to get to. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh, during, you know, we got to show Jim Harbaugh 17 times. They talked about, yeah, here he is in between interviews for the NFL. He's gone. I think yeah. that they were so outward about it. Like, I don't know if you heard the comment, but I think it was Aikman or somebody said, here's Jim Harbaugh here today in between interviews, I guess. Because, yeah, just taking interviews in the NFL, I think he's out. I don't think he's coming back to Michigan. No. You look shocked. Mm. You have 35 seconds. I'm torn. Yeah. I'm, I'm really torn because. Torn by, the, by what you think he's going to go or whether yeah, you're not, by his decision, you I he should go. Well, jeez, <laughs> I know what he should do. Sure. And he knows what he should do. But yeah. You know, I'll I'll be honest. If Michigan offers him up a fat, juicy contract to stay yeah. around for the next decade or whatever it is that they throw his yeah. way for, however many millions, plus he continues to get to recruit his players, yeah. you know, basically make Michigan his and get immunity from prosecution from the NCAA. I That's mean, the key. Because I don't, but He's the thing is, gonna. Emmanuel, I don't know if he wants that. I think he really loves the NFL. Of course I think he does. To watch his brother do so successful, well. <laughs> nothing would be better for his ego than to get into the NFL and go against his brother again in the Super Bowl. But, yeah, of course. But that's Harbaugh what radio's for. You're right, though. That all sounds juicy. I don't know if that's what get, makes him tick. Nobody knows what makes him tick. No, and I think that's why. Who and knows? that's. That's what makes him so he volatile. Knows what makes him tick? <laughs> I think well, he has an identity crisis. No, so. I mean it's like if okay, so obviously we're talking spread betting, et cetera. If I'm putting money on it, yep. Harbaugh goes to the Chargers. Emmanuel, this has been real. John, let's hit that break because we got a little bit of local to it's talk about. Real. And then it's HOF is coming yeah, in. It's been real. It's been yeah. fun, but never at the same time. So thanks no. for coming in. <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> uh, this is the Mike Up Misfits, AM 1170, FM 106.3, KFOW, The Fan, Owatonna. Weather on The Fan. 
I'm meteorologist Brittany Merlot. Welcome to the wild warm-up. With winds out of the south today, it's spiking our high temperatures into the low 30s. Stuck under cloudy skies all week long. And tomorrow, we once again flirt with the freezing mark. Things start to change on Wednesday, where high temperatures climb to the mid-30s. And as a system strikes, a wintry mix hits. Grandpa's Barbecue Sauce. Get yours now at grandpasbbqshop.com. Currently, it's 28. Ameriprise Financial Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and find financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Wayne Norwood Wetmore Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 507-444-0901. That's 507-444-0901. Office is located at 1850 Austin Road, Owatonna, Minnesota. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Hey, welcome to 2024. It's Oatana Motor Company, and we have got two exciting offers for you. One, we went out and purchased a group of Chevy Malibus, 2021-2022 Chevy Malibus. How about one as low as $16,499 for a 2021 Chevy Malibu? Or 21 Jeep Compasses, we bought 10 of them. How about one as low as $19,999? So swing on out to Oatana Motor Company, where it's one low price, plain and simple, always. Whether it's estate planning, real estate, or family law, having a trustworthy legal partner is essential. And the Yacovino Law Office is here for you. Jason Yacovino believes in providing personalized attention to every case. You're not just a number. You're a valued client deserving of the best legal representation possible. Jason Yacovino Law Office. He is your attorney, your neighbor, your friend, your advocate. Visit Yacovino Law Office in downtown Blooming Prairie or call 507 583 If you love sports, then you'll love the Owatonna Eagle. The Owatonna Eagles offers competitive games like darts and pool while you're watching your favorite teams on their multiple big TVs. Stop by for lunch and drink specials during the week and check out the lineup of upcoming entertainment. After the game, it's time to grab your friends and head to the Eagles for the post-game party. It's all at your home for local sports. The Owatonna Eagles. Mike Dump Misfits, making meat sauce sound like a Mensa member. This is the Mike Dump Misfits here on AM 1170, FM 106.3, KFOW, the fan, Owatonna, John Parkridge, John Weisbrod. We kick the smarty pants out, Emmanuel <laughs> Mueller. He is the adult in the room and younger than both of us. Yeah. Yeah. With ease. Yeah. Um,. So, over the weekend, you may have heard it here on KFOW, the second annual Owatonna Wrestling Davis Duel. Uh, Let's try a third Third, Like I said, the third third annual (laughs) Davis Duel. Yes. Uh, They... The Owatonna Huskies. Well, you were there, so I'm going to inaugural let you... inaugural Davis duels at the new school in the Federated Gymnasium. So that's what you meant the whole time. Yeah, 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 totally. The second annual, which was actually the third annual, which was the inaugural at the new school. Correct. Somehow, some way. Either way, uh, Owatonna, you were there, so yeah. I'm going to again let you break it all down. But I'll just break. Owatonna wins the Davis duels. Uh, here comes Jeff Williams, by the way. Oh, look uh, at that coming on. Yeah. In. So, so we have got an we'll open door policy short. for yeah. HOF, but they, they finished three and zero, if I'm not mistaken, and and here we are, Davis dual winners and HOF coming into the building. Yeah. Right so uh, quickly for the for the Davis duels, uh, you had uh, Owatonna, Adrian area, you had Fulda, uh, yeah, Murray County Central, correct, and Maple River USC. 
Owatonna goes 3-0 and in the Davis duels. Correct. Uh, Scott Davis in attendance. That's what I heard, and he had to, to uh, pay to, to get in, in. <laughs> but that's a little, that's a whole other story. <laughs> that, was, um, oh, that was entertaining. He may have received a little yeah. bit of guff. Uh, on air from from Wade Westfall for having to pay to get into his own tournament. <laughs> that's his donation to the program. Yeah, like he's said. supporting Owatonna Wrestling. Yeah, that's right. Well, we're going to go over this, and one of them is a football player and one of our favorite wrestlers to watch. We have a football yeah. coach. Uh, Hall- Jeff, we always used to say this. Welcome to the show, by the way. Oh, thank you. We would say future Hall of Fame coach. Jeff Williams. No, we don't need to say future anymore. We don't need anymore. to say that anymore. Well, it's still not until April. They Fair. still got April six. That's right. They, they, they could. Yeah, absolutely could. <laughs> uh, but the undefeated wrestlers were Caden Linquist at one oh seven one fourteen. Jacob Wilson having himself a day. Uh, Lane Karsten and Jaden Jurley. Uh, 127, 133, respectively. Uh, excuse me, no. Lane Carson went 3 0. Trevor uh, Trey Hyatt went 3 0. Also, Blake Fitcher, 3 0 at 215. A guy who went 2 1, who you and I love to watch, Max Flemke. His only loss was an 11 to 10 and decision. And he, he had a shot at pulling that one out, too. He was, he was, yeah. He, he was in a match with that first kid. It was, yeah. it was fun. And that is uh, one fun of athlete. the things about Max Flemke's matches. Those are always entertaining. Entertaining to say the least. He is uh, he is unorthodoxed, and he will try anything. Uh, sometimes at inopportune times. <laughs> We've got but, football coach smiling here, because, but he is yeah. he is willing to go for it, and you gotta love that. Now, with with Mister Max Flemke, Coach Williams. Is that kind of the M.O. of him on the football field as well? Yeah, I would characterize him as a guy like Coach Soley, the old D-line coach would yeah. call it. He's kind of a cowboy. <laughs> uh, he kind of makes some things up as he goes, sometimes to the frustration of his coaches, but uh, he seems to make plays, and he earned a lot of time for us on the uh, on the football field this fall as well, and now he's continuing it into a great wrestling season. Now, with, with yeah. those kind of cowboy players, are there some that you say... <laughs> Let him, let him go rope. Let, let him go get those deer in. Are there some players that are like, okay, calm down a little bit. We need you to, to follow along. Is it sort of a case-by-case basis? Yes. And, uh, you Good know, question, we've, we've had some, uh, some D linemen in particular that, uh, you know, Sorensen, we yeah. just kind of let him go. <laughs> yeah. just when go, you're 305 pounds, that dude is splits correct. and that athletic. And you, and you can run like a 4740. And, yeah, he was amazing. So you kind of let a kid like that go. With uh, some of the younger kids, you kind of got to rein them in, play yeah. your technique, do what you're supposed to do, do what you're coached to do. But uh, he's fun. He's a fun kid to be around, a fun kid to watch. Just a sophomore. I didn't even realize that. He yeah. he kind of came along as the season uh, progressed, and then all of a sudden, number what was it, 70 was in there. Oh, just a sophomore. I th- thought he was a junior half the time, but put a few uh, years on him, and he'll be part of this program for another couple years, believe it or not. But I wanted to mention something I may not have mentioned when the release came out, the Hall of Fame Banquet, which is coming up April 6th. Um, one of the other names in there, Carl Frichty of Caledonia. There's mm-hmm. a whole other list of guys I cannot really pronounce their names, so we're going to go with that. But the Butch Nash Award, which goes to the Assistant Coach of the Year, you've got a few of those on your staff. There's some Steel County connections here. Matt Scala is up for Butch Nash Coach of the Year. I've heard of that guy. Yeah, I've heard of him too. Matt Kittleson as well. Oh, hey. Uh, from Blooming Prairie. Yeah. But um, Coach Jeff Williams, future Hall of Famer. I guess we have to stick with that. April 6th. Now, um, 
Do you get a sweet jacket? You couldn't jacket? even wait for you to retire to get into the HOF. <laughs> huh? what? Yeah, yeah. Let, let's answer the important yeah. question first. Do you get a cool jacket to you go know, along with this one? Yeah. As a past president of the organization, <laughs> I might make that my project. I'm thinking yeah. gold, yeah, like the April. old ABC jackets. Yes. Those yeah. were sweet. The, the kind of the cream color the ones? cream kind of colored gold yeah. with the ABC sports on we it. We could put a put patch HOF on that too. or something. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So now we've got the important things. So it's got to be tailored. It's got to fit perfectly as well. Yeah. And uh, I'm a 42. 42? Yeah. Okay. All right. So Let's we get know. on that right now. Uh, but honestly, from myself, from John, from everyone here, congrats, Coach. I'm sure you haven't heard that in the last week and a half. But when did you kind of find out about it? I don't know how this process works you're intimately involved in the organization. Um, how did you kind of find out? Well, that's what's kind of interesting yeah. about it. Uh, as a past president, uh, and uh, I'm on the exec committee, so uh, yep. I'm actually on the Hall of Fame committee. <laughs> and so uh, uh, the guys who kind of orchestrate it um, weren't able to make our face-to-face meetings, so we had a special Zoom to uh, go through the candidates. And uh, when I had heard that I had been nominated, um, I obviously chose to bow out of the attendance at that Zoom meeting, and yep. I I didn't log in, uh, inappropriate, and <laughs> and uh, so I, I didn't. And uh, Dave Nelson from uh, Minnetonka and Blaine, a Hall of Famer himself, uh, called me. I was in another meeting with our Hall of Fame, incidentally, uh, the <laughs> OHS Hall of Fame, and he called and said, uh, you're not on the Zoom. It's like, well, I'm in nomination, Dave, I, I can't. You know, I can't join in. He's like, you need to get on the Zoom now. <laughs> okay. So, uh, <laughs> I got on the Zoom and uh, they informed me that uh, I had uh, been selected. And uh, people said some really nice things, guys <sighs> that I've coached against, uh, guys that I've, uh, you know, kind of grown in the uh, in the profession, really admiring and looking up to, had some really nice things to say. So it's been really a humbling and, and uh, you know, gratifying, but very humbling Um you know, I never really expected, uh, certainly didn't expect when I started out that we'd be having this conversation. And and it's certainly not the point of why you go into teaching and coaching, but, uh, you know, it's it's neat when uh, your peers come out and say, hey, you've done a good job over the years and we'd like to give you a little recognition for that. So, you know, I'll and that's And that's got to be one of the, the coolest, like you said, most humbling things is, it's coming from your peers. Yeah, it's not coming from John. It's and not. I, I mean. yeah. We would have put you in the Hall of Fame years ago. <laughs> We're always saying nice things about Jeff, yeah. anyways. Right? It, it's, it's coming from the guys you coach against, coach with, and like you said, have looked up to. That's got to be something that just you can't really explain how that feels. I bet it's hard to fathom. And you know, I've mm-hmm. gone to so many of these banquets over the years and listened to so many speeches, and there's just legends up there, and uh, and. You know, to even be mentioned in a conversation with uh, Dave Nelson or Ron Stolsky or guys like that is, you know, Jerry Peterson from Oatana. Um, yeah. You yeah. know, it's just, uh, like I say, it's very humbling and it's something I really didn't expect, uh, certainly at this point in my career. So for those who are interested in going, the tickets are available Saturday, April 6th. Uh, this is going to be at 1500 Park Place Boulevard in Minneapolis, Minnesota. That is the Doubletree Park Place, uh, funny enough, is where this will be held. Um, if you want to get tickets to this, um, you can get a hold of Dave Nelson, 2004 state champion, I believe, at Minnetonka. He was at Minnetonka, correct. Mistaken. Uh, Beat Rochester not, John Marshall in the uh, state quarterfinals that year. It was the last year the JM's gone to state. So. And I think that year the JM volleyball team might have won 
state championship. They may have. It's been a while. Uh, that, maybe we'll talk about that. You know, football season, we've got the bow on that. Um, maybe we'll get into some JM hockey stuff because we brought that up. That they're the last Southern men team, I believe, Jeff. 77, 1977. Yep. Either way, uh, give uh, Dave Nelson a shout. Dave.Nelson at MinnetonkaSchools.org. Mm-hmm. He is the banquet chair. Um, you can also give uh, the Doubletree a call. 952-542-8600. Now, Jeff is going to be one of one, two, three, four, five Good in the counting. high school. Thank you. Thank you. That's yep. Winona Cotter, math at its best, <laughs> uh, in the high school division. And then there's one in the citation division, right? Uh, that's some gentleman from the Stewartville Gazette. And then also the banquet is going to include your Butch Nash Award winner, Sub-District Coach of the Year, Section Class Coach of the Year. It's a whole evening. But again, super cool. Jeff Williams going into the Hall of Fame. Let's take a break. Let's we'll come that. back. I got another hard-hitting question. <laughs> as I On always, the hot seat, as always. always do. Uh, the hardest of hard-hitting questions coming up here on the Mike Dump Misfits. AM 1170, FM 106.3, KFOW, The Fan, Owatonna. Find archived episodes of Mike Dump Misfits on the HuskyBulletin.com, your local sports hub. Whether it's estate planning, real estate, or family law, having a trustworthy legal partner is essential. And the Yakovino Law Office is here for you. Jason Yakovino believes in providing personalized attention to every case. You're not just a number. You're a valued client deserving of the best legal representation possible. Jason Yacovino Law Office. He is your attorney, your neighbor, your friend, your advocate. Visit Yacovino Law Office in downtown Blooming Prairie or call 507-583-6663. Hey, welcome to 2024. It's Oatana Motor Company, and we have got two exciting offers for you. One, we went out and purchased a group of Chevy Malibus, 2021-2022 Chevy Malibus. How about one as low as $16,499 for a 2021 Chevy Malibu? Or 21 Jeep Compasses. We bought 10 of them. How about one as low as $19,999? So swing on out to Owatonna Motor Company where it's one low price, plain and simple, always. If you love sports, then you'll love the Owatonna Eagles. The Owatonna Eagles offers competitive games like darts and pool while you're watching your favorite teams on their multiple big TVs. Stop by for lunch and drink specials during the week and check out the lineup of upcoming entertainment. After the game, it's time to grab your friends and head to the Eagles for the post-game party. It's all at your home for local sports, the Owatonna Eagles. Ameriprise Financial Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and find financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Wayne Norwood Wetmore Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 507-444-0901. That's 507-444-0901. Offices located at 1850 Austin Road, Owatonna, Minnesota. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Mike Dump Misfits. This is the Mike Dump Misfits here on AM 1170 FM 106.3 KFOW, the fan Owatonna. John Partridge, John Weisbrod. We went from a Roy to so, an HOF. We did. Uh, rookie Salesman of the Year, Emmanuel Mueller. So cool. Uh, I think we do need to get Roy in here. Uh, we probably we got should. Kevin Rainey on Friday. You know, they can take him, my spot if they I want. I saw him at the uh, yeah at the uh, Davis Duels. 
He did. On Saturday. How's he doing? Uh, tan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where was he? Hawaii? Yeah, recently? he was in Hawaii. Must be rough. Yeah, weird. Um, also coming in or chatting this week, uh, Steve Zappa, because we had the Zaft. Have you ever been up at the Zaft? Zappa Agency Fishing Tournament. I'm not a big fisherman. Neither am I. Unless it's uh, big water and reefs and <laughs> big boats. and I like your style. I like that. This guy here is going to get me to go. And between yeah. him and Zappa... I'm going to have to go. We're going to go sit on some ice. We're going to sit on some ice and sit. And that's fine. And look at a hole. That's okay. I'm told it's just gratifying and exciting. It is. But this afternoon, this weekend, I texted Steve and he said, quote, it went awesome. Yeah. So we'll recap that. Uh, but my appearance is brought to you by Wayne Nord Wetmore Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Service. Go ahead and visit Brandon, Jake, Christina. Uh, we've decided you can visit Shannon if you'd like. Uh, just make fun of me. That's all yeah. it takes. Yeah. Come on Super out of the woodwork. Easy. Everyone and, will be coming out like and I decided Brandon, cockroaches. Brandon definitely would make fun of me. Yeah. Jake, yeah, that's for sure. Christina would have nice things to say. Uh, Ron's Repair, don't forget that they are at, they care. They care, yeah. 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 I was waiting for Auto it. AutoRepairOwatana.com. They have an appointment request up in the right corner. You can get that done. A uh, couple OHS guys, Car Time of Owatonna, right? Yeah. Um, CarTimeOfOwatana.com. And then, of course, SwingLabPerformanceGolf.com. Com. You had, let's pay off the tees here. Well, I want to wait on the tees. Mm-hmm. So do you get out on the, have you been out on the ice to ice yeah. fish at all? Uh, my kids enjoyed it when they were young. So when we uh-huh. went up to Bemidji, we'd always go out onto an ice house and catch some crappies. And, okay. And the kids enjoyed that. You know? okay. And then I'd have to go back and clean them all. And, yep. and I realized this is why I don't ice fish. There well, we go. Jeff, Fair enough. It's all about. I just be- wanted to make sure you've been out <laughs> there. It, well, I learned this weekend at our company meeting, really great speaker, by the way, the difference between a group and a team. You were doing your part cleaning the fish. Yes, part you're that. part of a team. I am part, part of, of a team. team. That is I would correct. Love to get your thoughts on Grant Octokirk's decision. We had him on here um, very generously, I think about a week ago. Yeah, sounds over the right. phone. Talked important things like his favorite Chipotle order, uh-huh. but he did enter the portal uh, and found himself a great home. And I thought it was interesting that they've got a 10,000 seat stadium there, and uh, he went from St. Thomas, 5,000 seats, Division One to Division Three. That's neither here nor there, but that's probably third or fourth guy that's been to lacrosse. But again. Uh, just your thoughts on Grant. You're very close with the Octokirks on his decision. Yeah, in fact, I uh, watched them uh, load up the pickup trucks yesterday to head over to school. <laughs> I think Grant starts class today and was excited to get over there, uh, you know, for the spring so he can get involved in workouts and do all that sort of thing and, you know, get his classes in order. So it wasn't just a matter of, you know, a football decision. I think it's, you know, a decision that, uh, you know, be a little bit closer to home than, say, a Wisconsin Whitewater or a place like that, where his parents and friends are able to get there and see him. Uh, you know, the academics, uh, you know, of lacrosse is kind of what he's looking for. And, and I think he found a nice home. And Zach Mensink uh, just graduated there, I don't know, a year or two ago. Something like that. Yeah. And uh, had a great career there as a defensive lineman, really enjoyed the program, enjoyed the coaches. Uh, and lacrosse is on the rise. Uh, they are, you yeah. know, they won a lot of games last year and qualified for the playoffs. And and I think they feel like they're moving in the right direction. And uh, they really need Grant to be a part of that. Uh, they had lost their Mike linebacker to graduation. And, it, you know, great opportunity for Grant to step in there and, and show what he's capable of doing. So really excited for the kid. Two-time national champion under Larry Terry way back in the day. Because Larry Terry, what a great <laughs> No, name. I swear that was his name. Growing up in Winona, again... Lacrosse was just a better version of Winona. All right, they had, uh, <laughs> they did, and then well, lacrosse 
kept beating Winona State in football, D3 versus D2, and said, we're just not going to play anymore, right? Yeah. Uh, I think it was 91, 94, <laughs> under Larry Terry, uh, won those national titles, and they were really fun to go watch, and they've added to that stadium. I think, you know, and we were joking, too, um, that, you know, Mark would have to fly to maybe San Diego, up to New England, if he was in this Pioneer football league, and now I think the, what would we decide, 179 miles yeah. is his, Longest trip now, right? No airplanes, and it's throughout Wisconsin, yeah. so you can always pick up, you know, your spotted cow and oh. maybe maybe a little bit of cheese or yeah, some absolutely. fresh uh, squeaky cheese curds. Yes, you know, so it's all no, good. They it's take good. their spotted cow seriously yeah, there in Wisconsin. Believe me, um, it's only available there, uh, to be honest. But I don't know where we were. I don't know where we're going. But well, let, we can pay off yeah, the cheese. Let's do that. So, as yeah. as president, I'm sure you've well, you were former president, correct, of the the Hall of Fame committee of the coaches the, the coaches association. association. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Now, have there uh, how how often has it happened that schools have had back to back coaches in the Hall of Fame? Oh, I see. So you've got Peterson and so then Williams. From, you go from Peterson to Williams. Ah. Yeah, you know, it's a really good question. <laughs> I haven't really given much consideration to that. Um, Hard-hitting but, questions. Uh, That's what yeah, I'm all about. Yeah, yeah, that is, uh, it's pretty cool. And, you know, to think that, uh, you know, I, I think I was hired during the Clinton administration. and <laughs> And Jerry yeah. was hired during the Lyndon Johnson administration. Something? So, yeah, two head coaches since 1966 is uh, is really something. And, uh, you know, to be able to keep our uh, assistant coaches around for long stretches of time, you know, the talking about the Butch Nash, uh, mm-hmm. you know, those guys don't even get consideration until they've been around for 15 years. And so, uh, you know, we've just had a great run here of keeping longtime assistants around. Jerry did the exact same thing with... Ed Draheim and Jerry Ernest and Ken By, Gary Ridge and you know Wayne Ebert and guys like that that yeah. he kept around forever and we've been lucky to be able to do the same thing and I think that continuity really really gives you the opportunity to be successful. Well, because it, it it builds that trust in your staff. You know you know that they know what you're thinking and they they know how you want it executed. So you sort of have free reign to roam where where you need to, where you want to go and and sort of hone things up in other spaces and have that full trust of your staff to be able to say, okay, you guys got this, go. It's so important. I don't have to hole in other people's gardens because uh, I know that they know what they're doing. They're the expert at their position group. Uh, You know, we do meet as an offensive and a defensive staff and we go through, all right, what are we going to work on this week? Uh, What do we need in the game plan? And then how are we going to go out and practice that? What techniques do the kids need to know? And our coaches are are pros and they're able to go out there and run their position group. And I can wander around when we're on uh, the defensive side of the ball and just, you know, kind of listen and enjoy and BS slap reporters kids yeah. and do, do a little bit of that. Yeah. But, you know, you get a chance to talk to kids at the back of a line and, you know, develop some of those relationships too. So it, uh, it's really nice when you don't have to coach coaches. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, and even guys like, you know, Kyle Melcher, right? Oh, dang Let's it. hear it. You did it. You even so, gave so me Melch the heads was, up. Was one of those guys. Oh, dang he, it. He's doing the tight ends, right? He's over there with Doug, and he's listening. He's learning. And there was opportunities for John to talk to Kyle a lot about the fantasy football teams. But he's dialed in when it's time for the tight ends. This year, he's promoted. You saw something, something in Kyle that I'm sure you saw in him to promote him. It's all from within, and I think it just comes from that culture where uh, he was a guy who understands and stepped up, and it just is. It's organic. Um, to be able to mine for coaches, 
to promote. I mean, I'm sure it was a no-brainer, whether it's Kyle or somebody else. And he's stepped up to the plate. He's awesome. Um, you know, the fact that he had played for us, played at Winona State, uh, you know, played through a lot of adversity and injury and that sort of thing, uh, but he loved the game and then finished up uh, his eligibility playing basketball. And <laughs> then, you know, we were able to land him. And he just kind of worked his way up through the ranks and, mm-hmm. you know, worked hard. And like I said, he, he was tutored under Coach Wanyas, uh, working with the tight ends, did a lot of position group stuff with Coach. And uh, when, you know, the time arose, uh, it was just a no-brainer to elevate him. And he, uh, you know, doubled his work output, uh, the amount of yeah. video that he sends out to kids and uh, the work, you know, the markups that he does on it, uh, you know, game tape uh comments and suggestions that get sent out uh he's just so uh i wouldn't say over the top because uh you know coach wanyas was the same way mm-hmm. but uh, he just learned and uh and he's not afraid to spend the time and help the kids get better so relatable too yeah. he's a guy that the kids i mean you literally look up to him uh, i don't know how many times i had to hear that he's a foot taller than me kyle i know you're good uh, the sun <laughs> rises a little bit higher for him but no it, it's uh but Matt Scala, I was looking at his name right here, I, it, and we talked briefly about him. But just there's no way he's been on the staff for 15 well, years because he he graduated yeah. a year or two ahead of me. We haven't been out of school that long because yeah. he's Chet Mock's age, right? Yeah, 99? he's a 99 grad. Yeah, yeah, yep. so yeah he, he was played... two two years ahead of me. There's there's no way he's well, been on the staff. And that guess long. what? He won a state title before he got to Owatonna at uh, Eau Claire Regis. At Eau Claire Regis, I but think yeah, he's just there Matt for Scala. one or two years, yeah. and then uh, decided to work in the public schools and came into Otana, and we were able to land him as well, and uh, and that was a, a great pickup. You know, he's got an elementary education degree, and then also a special education degree, and decided he wanted to do the special ed, so we, get, you know, were able to get him at the high school. Uh, where he can wander the hallways and talk to kids and develop those relationships too, which he does so well. And, uh, yeah, to think that, you know, he was, uh, a captain on the 98, uh, state, uh, runner up team mm-hmm. and, uh, was a phenomenal athlete. You know, there yeah. was a, a website, uh, that ran at the time. I'll come up with the name, but, uh, yep. they named him the, uh, outstate Minnesota or greater Minnesota, uh, athlete of the year in three sports. You know, he played in the baseball all-star game, played mm-hmm. in the football all-star game, uh, was all wow. state, um, you know, in, in both sports. And so, uh, you know, to get a guy like that, come back and, uh, and he was a captain for us. So he already had those built in leadership skills and, uh, he's just done a phenomenal job for us in the running backs. He's such a confidant with, you know, our play calling. He just does a great job for us. Do you like as you've got players coming through this system in high school, do you sort of see sometimes like I'm gonna I'm gonna be seeing this kid in a while coming back to the staff? Is that something you can kind hmm. of foretell, or is it just kind of well, we'll see where the wind blows them? I try to plant seeds with kids. If I see something in them that says to me, "Hey, you'd be a great teacher and a coach," and yeah. uh, if you decide you want to go that route, you know, you come on back to a ton, and there's always a place for you. And, uh, some kids, uh, kind of take that and run with it. And others are like, uh, coach, thanks, but I think I'm going to go make some money. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and you say fair enough, yeah, fair enough <laughs> yeah, to each their own. But, uh, um, we've had so much success bringing guys back and, uh, you know, it's almost half of our staff. It seems like at any given time, yeah. it's an Owatonna high school grad, but you know, it's kind of the same mentality of federated insurance, you know, bring people back because they know the community, they're comfortable with the community and, uh, uh they, they're happy to be here. Yeah. They know what the community has to offer. They're happy to be here. 
Well, we'll take a break. We'll come back and wrap things up with H O at well future, future. H O. Wait till April six. Yeah, we yeah. gotta wait. We gotta yeah. be patient. They can still change their mind, I guess. <laughs> uh, future H O F. Jeff Williams in studio with us on the Miked Up Misfits. AM eleven seventy FM one hundred six point three K F O W. The fan Owatana. Weather on the fan. I'm meteorologist Brittany Merlot. Welcome to the wild warm-up. With winds out of the south today, it's spiking our high temperatures into the low 30s. Stuck under cloudy skies all week long. And tomorrow, we once again flirt with the freezing mark. Things start to change on Wednesday, where high temperatures climb to the mid-30s. And as a system strikes, a wintry mix hits. Grandpa's Barbecue Sauce. Get yours now at grandpasbbqshop.com. Right now, it's 30. Extreme! Extreme! Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme Powder Coating offers a scientific process that uses electricity and heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme can deliver media blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Custom colors and exhaust coatings are available also. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. Ameriprise Financial Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short- and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and find financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Wayne Norwood Wetmore Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 507-444-0901. That's 507-444-0901. Office is located at 1850 Austin Road, Owatonna, Minnesota. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Hey, welcome to 2024. It's Oatana Motor Company, and we have got two exciting offers for you. One, we went out and purchased a group of Chevy Malibus, 2021-2022 Chevy Malibus. How about one as low as $16,499 for a 2021 Chevy Malibu? Or 21 Jeep Compasses, we bought 10 of them. How about one as low as $19,999? So swing on out to Oatana Motor Company, where it's one low price, plain and simple, always. If you love sports, then you'll love the Owatonna Eagles. The Owatonna Eagles offers competitive games like darts and pool while you're watching your favorite teams on their multiple big TVs. Stop by for lunch and drink specials during the week and check out the lineup of upcoming entertainment. After the game, it's time to grab your friends and head to the Eagles for the post-game party. It's all at your home for local sports, the Owatonna Eagles. You're tuned in to Mike Dump Misfits on 106.3 FM at 1170 AM. The Fan Owatonna. This is the Mike Up Misfits here on AM 1170 FM 106.3 KFOW. The Fan Owatonna. John Partridge, John Weisbrod here with you alongside future HOF coach Jeff Williams. Now, Jeff, I would be remiss if I didn't say... Uh, you are currently coaching my son's favorite player, Isaiah Nolder. Anyways, go ahead. Oh, no. oh, oh yeah. okay. It's, it's a, I was like, yeah. No. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he is right there with Justin Jefferson. We've got Nolan Ginsky, <laughs> Justin Jefferson. Nolan, yeah. it's it's touch and go. It may have something to do with his name. <laughs> That's all it takes. That's all it takes. When you're As, eight. Nolan Partridge loves him some Nolan Ginsky. We love Nolan Ginsky. <laughs> and uh, 
You know, and I, I would say this, too, to your boy is uh, if he runs into him at Taco John's, uh, Nolan will sign an autograph. I'm Absolutely. not convinced that Justin Jefferson will, but Nolan will sign an autograph. <laughs> there we go. Very well spoken. He is on the, you know, 17 going on 30 group, yeah. which I started with Alec Holcomb. And Alec is still not 30 yet, but he's coaching the youngest coach in the NCAA. I always like to say that, and I gave, gave out these awards. Owen Byer, another great interview, by the I don't know if you go through and, you know, how to talk to the media or whatever, but... Um, yeah, he does. He said, John Weisbrook, uh-huh. just keep Ignore that name, him. Keep that name in the back you of your mind. Just yeah. don't talk to him. Yeah, watch what you say to that guy. <laughs> well, you know, and then when I get emotional on Twitter, and then there's problems that we have. <laughs> but, no, uh, Owen speaks really well. You're right. And all those guys do. But it, it's always fun to go see those guys. And, you know, I don't want to make it, But it's the openness that you've built within the program. Yeah, it took me a couple years. I was I was coming in. Who's this guy, right? I I like having to earn my stripes, but when you get in there and you really see how the program is run, it, there's no you understand uh, why they are successful. And it's and you told me once we don't have the secret sauce. You're still looking for it, but I can tell you there is a secret sauce. It's just all you got to do is build a staff where the you know twenty plus years for five different guys. You got to have a Hall of Fame coach. You got to have a few good athletes here and there. You got to have the community that. just that simple. Yeah. But you know that's what creates a Hall of Fame coach. And again. Super cool that we're going to have a Hall of Fame broadcaster, uh, at least for one year, you know, and a Hall of Fame coach uh, in yeah. the same game. Super, super cool. But, Jeff, uh, I'd love to hear what your kids are up to, right? Uh, off the air, we're talking a little bit about Matt, perhaps, going into coaching. Um, and then Nick is up at St. John's, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Nick's a uh, sophomore at St. John's, global business major, and really enjoys that up there. He's uh, living with Evan Dushek. Yeah. And it sounds like that was two years in. <laughs> it sounds like they're going to do that again. So, yeah, he could probably lip off to a kid, and he's and he's still safe because he's got yeah. 6'10 Dushek walking around <laughs> with him. But, uh, yeah, they're doing great. I think they've put a a pretty uh, pretty good intramural basketball team say, together. I think it's oh. like Nolan and Blake Burmeister. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Dushek, Nick, and uh, oh, who am I forgetting? Uh, Braden Trulson. That's pretty so, good. Uh, you know, Solid squad. Yeah. Yeah. That's they might thing. have to take on the uh, St. John's uh, varsity the team. The best guy walking around on that campus might be on that intramural squad, uh, and I kid you not. Correct. He Absolutely. was a. Uh, but Matt, he's uh, he's going to walk soon. He's doing some student teaching. Yeah, so Matt is up at UMD mm-hmm. uh, in Duluth. He's student teaching over on the west side of Duluth right now in a third grade classroom, and uh, so he'll walk this spring. And then he does one more student teaching experience down in this area. So he'll move into the basement uh, for the uh, summer and next fall, and he'll do a second student teaching experience in special education. Uh, but he's excited to get into the teaching profession. Very excited to coach. Uh, been coaching summer baseball the last few years uh, in the OYBA, and uh, and he's been coming out to help us uh, in seven on seven stuff and some team camp stuff uh, with football. And I think he's excited to get involved with football as well. So, be great to uh, find a way to land a kid like that in our program as well. <laughs> Another great interview, by the way. Always, he was one of those kids. You ask him a question, by golly, he's going to answer it. He doesn't didn't know how to dance around it. He just, well, here's what happened. Boom, boom, boom. Um, I could see we can take him out of the basement. He can come in and hang out here for an hour. Yeah. Matt Williams would be a great interview, by the way. So we'll get him out of the basement at least for an hour. Um, but, yeah, uh, what else, Jeff? What keeps you busy well, yeah, in the offseason? That I know, was going to be my question. What, what uh, do you do yeah. now? In the winter, though, because I know you like to move sprinklers around and, you know, the grill, but it's a little cold for that. Jeff. So I've got a little yeah. bit of basement work to do in preparation okay. to get Matt back into town. But, okay. uh, you know, I... 
pay the bills for the quarterback club. Uh, I, I take great pride in, in teaching and yep. taking that seriously. And I've got three preps uh, that we're just wrapping up first semester on and three more preps next semester of genetics and nat phys and uh, general biology. So I enjoy that. Uh, hoping to get out of town this spring and head down to the Bahamas. Never, uh, oh. never done Nassau before, so we're going to do that. And so yeah, it's just you know, a little bit of downtime, but it seems like you know other things crop up yeah. and, and and keep you busy. So uh, I'm not crying too much about about boredom. And before you know it, it's Ken by, and then after that, I mean, it's the right. season. So. Yep. so when when does the season, the the football season, start for you? So, I know the, the football season proper starts, I mean... August 15th. Uh, yeah, at the yeah. Dur- end of the fair is kind of a good... Yeah, good call. Good point to start off at. But when do you start preparing for the next season? So, you know, we'll, we we wrapped up our banquet the first week or second week of December. And then I've got a little bit of end-of-the-year quarterback club stuff that needs to be wrapped up. And then I really, you know, switch over right around now. Um, there'll be some clinics coming up in the Metro in February. Um, the Coaches Association big clinic is in March, and uh, we usually allow our coaches to get out to these clinics. Uh, we have access to all sorts of online, you know, teaching tools, things like that. Let coaches mess around with that, get to some sessions, and then we'll pull together uh, probably in April. And uh, all right, you know, are we going to make any major changes in schemes and how we want to do things? Uh uh, you know, last year was pretty focused on replacing coaches, and this year it looks like we've got everybody coming back. So, so you're going to focus... switch to a, a silver streak, a combination silver streak and uh, four tight end sets. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you were talking about the helmets because that right there is not changing, by the yeah. way. We're, we're going to go. <laughs> it, it's either going to be complete empty backfield mm-hmm. or a triple option backfield with three backs in the way in the uh which <laughs> a couple weeks to implement that right yeah exactly <laughs> but you know we have made those kinds of massive yeah. changes i mean we went from a wing t team that kind of started to spread it out a little bit uh struggled protecting our spread we didn't know what we were doing so we became a double wing team and then we just dropped the double wing which might be the most run heavy out- offense out there that you could possibly do and uh, modified to the Oregon spread in one year. And uh, so those are exciting times when uh, when you do that, but it takes an awful lot of learning. A lot of coaches have to get on board with it, and uh, I don't know that we're up for that sort of change right now. We're pretty happy Sorry, with John. what we've done. Oh, man. I know. <laughs> but we've got uh, some commitments, like uh, Torrin Smith. I forgot he committed the other day. Yeah, That's Gus Davis. Davis. Um, Jacob Ginsky still hasn't made his commitment yet, and obviously Nolan's doing camps and all this kind of stuff. Uh, I guess the question is, how involved are you with the, that kind of stuff, or is that kind of a case by case basis? It, coaches, it, it used to be a lot more sure. because the only access to video that a college coach yeah. had was to request a VHS tape, and then I'd have to dub up a tape and mail it out to them, and and they had to come into the schools to meet the kids. There wasn't really a way to even contact a kid. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. there was home phone numbers, yeah. and uh, you, had to you know, talk to mom first, exactly. <laughs> and now anybody who asks, and and a lot of schools that don't ask. We'll uh, put together a sheet and send out the info, and coaches really do a lot of contacting of the kids individually uh, with the info that they're given. And so a lot of it is, you know, doesn't involve me until it comes down to can this kid make it at the college level as he have the character. So Character's huge. And, and yeah. that, you, but that's the thing. You come to Otani, you know they're going to at least have a good chance of having that. 
Yeah. Uh, but I do have to get your thoughts on NFL games. Do you like Do you like what's going on in Detroit? Do you think they've got what it takes? Uh, and then let's go to the AFC too. I really enjoyed your thirty seconds. I really enjoyed Detroit. I yep. uh, I watched them yesterday with uh, Sam Fenske and Alex Reichley. Oh, uh, those yeah. guys don't have a good exactly. time. Exactly. Huh? <laughs> so uh, we watched that game, nice. and uh, I really enjoy what Dan Campbell's doing there in the AFC. You know, I I'm really rooting for Lamar. Uh, yeah. You know, it was interesting listening to. Uh, the NFL talking heads talking about the best quarterbacks in the league are, you know, Mahomes and yeah. Burrow. And, and then they said, but, you know, the MVP is clearly Lamar Jackson. Yeah. It's like, well, wait a minute here. He's he's a quarterback. Yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> so even those guys can't wrap their brain around him as a a quarterback. And he's earned that right now. I mean, he's he's had a phenomenal year and really kind of rooting for the Ravens. Eric Stanky on Wednesday. We've got ourselves yeah. a Division One hockey we'll referee coming in. We'll talk some puck. Yes. But this has been Jeff Williams on the mic. We're going to have to get you in, yeah. what, spring, summer to yeah, talk some like, baseball. We'll talk baseball. Yeah. We'll keep football off the agenda because, you know, baseball's awesome too. Yeah. I'll, I'll be umping the JV again this spring, so Bingo. enjoy go. that. Uh, future HOF Jeff Williams, thanks for coming in and talking with us. John Weisbrod, yeah, you're here too. I'm John Partridge. This has been the Miked Up Misfits here on AM 1170 FM 106.3 KFOW, the fan. Oh, Donna. Bye.